Who does the who love more? Tedros or Trump's money? Now, I could easily have made an episode that um, asks a different question. One that asks, does America love Trump enough to continue putting up with this soap opera? Or should they just knock him off now? I could have made an episode like that just as easily as this one. But it's this one I've made. the World Health Organization is going to have. You know, do we love Tedros more than we love that money? Uh, you know, Donald Trump, via the Republicans today, have given them that choice. It's up to you, sack Tedros. Or you don't get your money back. Or better still, sack Tedros and you do get your money back. Next diary entry on the saga that's COVID-19. And there's the real story. Yeah, uh, the search for a vaccine, um, the tragedy and all of that. And that's all very important. It's, in fact, it's the only important thing. Uh, but I'm ignoring that mainly uh, because everyone else has got that covered. Uh, there's a sideshow going on. At the moment, there are a number of side shows going on, and I'm focusing on those because everyone else has got everything else covered. Uh, so, for example, I spent an episode on logarithms, you know, because the coronavirus, oh, not the wind again, I'll do this later. It's too windy. Oh no, it's coming and going. Because the coronavirus, um, you know, brings up all those mathematical ideas that I had forgotten about from school. Exponentials, logarithms, all that sort of stuff. You know, so that's a sideshow. Um, there's another sideshow. Uh, a soap opera. A soap opera that is a power battle, struggle, whatever, between uh, the Director General of the World Health Organization and Donald Trump. You know, this is Ted Ross and Trump. For a minute there, I thought it might be a, an argument between the World Health Organization and Donald Trump. But now I'm starting to think it's personal. And this is the way Donald Trump operates anyway. I have some sympathy at the moment for Ted Ross, the Director General of the World Health Organization, uh, because he has, uh, he's in the crosshairs. You know, Trump's after him, um, and he has, I think, been working diligently at doing all the right things since, I think, an early lapse. Right at the start, you know, when um, China was lying about the virus and, um, and Tedros opted to believe China unquestioningly and not only that look for every opportunity to praise them overly praise them you know throw a few crumbs to the west 
and and at the same same time um be too over eager to be hypercritical of the west everything they did it came across as china centric and it actually had a very deadly side effect in as much as by believing the chinese that the virus was nothing um because you know china had all sorts of reasons for wanting it to be nothing for a while 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 they got their ducks and drakes in order uh, by simply reporting what china was telling him this is tedros and the who of course but i'll get back to the difference between tedros and the who as a whole uh, he's the director general of the who um he um yeah by uh choosing to believe everything china said um the virus got out <laughs> yeah badly uh, just a second i'm walking past a few people yeah by um now it was always going to get out a bit you know but there was a a critical period there in which the virus got out and i think the who as a whole and tedros himself as its spokesperson uh, was negligent and caused you know who knows how many body bags because if you grab a, vac- uh, a virus at the start um, the end result of how many body bags you save is immense. Yeah. And then after that, and I've chatted about this too. Um, all right, so the WHO and China let the virus out worldwide. All right, but then the virus hit America, and Trump did the same thing, except only in the American context. So, you know, the WHO let it go worldwide, but then when it did get to America, you know, in that local area, uh, the Trump especially was pivotal in allowing the virus a free run there. The virus must be loving China, and it must be loving the WHO, and it must be loving Tedros, and it must be loving Trump. Okay. Um, it loved Italians and it loved Spanish people too, and it's loving the uh, English. It's not so much loving Australians and New Zealanders because we've got it under control so far. Uh, it didn't love Singapore for a while there, but Singapore was winning worldwide praise for its uh, control of the virus. Be more like Singapore. The cry went up. In um, on social media, I heard. Uh, however, they're losing control of it now, and that's a, a warning for we Australians, you know, because Singapore seemed to have it knocked off, and now it's it's um, taking off again in China, in Singapore. So Australia, we have it under control. We seem to have squashed it, you know, squashed the curve. We and New Zealand seem to have squashed the curve, but you know, this is like a diary entry, isn't it? You, know, you might be listening to this in two weeks' time and say, hey, it got away in Australia too. But, you know, right at the moment, um, Singapore's it's starting to surge again and we've got it under control. All right, so that's that. Um, but, look, lots of people did, did bad things. And um, in the previous episode, you know, I mentioned that Kevin Rudd made that point. You know, in the, in the sideshow, in the soap opera, that is... Trump versus the Who, or front, uh, Trump versus Tedros. He said they're both guilty. He said they're both guilty. All of them. Everyone's guilty. People been doing making wrong steps all the way. 
And uh, of course, you can understand that a little bit. You know, we're walking into uncharted territory. Well, not that uncharted. Uh, because uh, Tedros is, for example, is an expert on these matters. He's uh, been an expert in epidemics and all that sort of thing all most of his professional career. Uh, he probably should have uh, doubted China. You know, because China had had a couple of coronaviruses before. You know, we had a coronavirus, SARS, that swine flu. And there was MERS, I think that came out of Iran, I'm not sure. Uh, had some coronaviruses before. And then China gets another one, and China says to Tedros, the World Health Organization guy, and says, it's no problem. This one's not a problem. Yeah, and Tedros says, oh, good news, everybody. This one's not a problem. It could be a problem one day, but, you know, everyone relax. Um, no travel restrictions. We recommend no travel restrictions, okay? It's got an epicenter, this virus, in Wuhan province in China. But don't worry, all planes, all aeroplanes, keep them going. You know, and it was that critical week or something because Wuhan province is huge. You know, like it's, it's an industrial centre. It's, um, uh, how big is it? It's huge. And, you know, thousands of planes, you know, something, you know, probably half a million people quickly in a week spread to all four corners of the globe, carrying, and, you know, 5% of them were carrying the virus, and bang, every country's got it. Now, you know, so that was bad by China and bad by um, the World Health Organization and Tedros. There's no two ways around that, I think. Um, but then, you know, it gets to all the individual countries and then people can be bad in those countries and, you know, uh, and it takes off in those countries, you know, because you can still squash it once it gets to a country, not very easily, once it's gone. All right, so that's that. Ah, uh, but the sideshow, the soap opera, that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. Uh, that is Tedros versus Trump, and I think it is Tedros versus Trump because what happened was... Um, Trump accused the World Health Organization, and it was a thinly veiled attack attack at Tedros um, for being China-centric at the start and letting the virus out in the first place. And look, I think fairly obviously that was to deflect on his from deflect, deflect from his performance once it did get to America. Yeah. Uh, you know, to take attention away from his bad behaviour, he pointed out the World Health Organization's bad behaviour. But, you know, people who point that out on social media, I bet, saying he's only deflecting, you know, so to take attention away from his own bad behaviour. But people who do that on social media, for example, fail to then acknowledge clearly that, even though Trump is doing that, you know, they don't then say, however, yes, the WHO did a bad job, you know, they just stick with, you know, that bastard Trump. Look at all the bad behaviour he's doing. And they don't tend to acknowledge that at the same time Trump is right. Like he's deflecting attention away from himself. And he's right. The whole world works on either or. Most of the time I find when it's both. Alright. So that's that. And same goes the other way, of course. You know, people who are, you know let's say conservatives in in general um, attack the World Health Organization for its behavior um, 
and fail to attack Trump for his bad behavior. It goes the other way around. Um, all right, it's both. This is not fence sitting. I'm not sitting in the middle. You know, I'm, I'm not coming down. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not refusing to take sides. I'm taking sides. All right. I hate them both. This is not fence sitting. This is living on both sides of the fence and attacking both of them. And attacking myself, of course, because I'm not even trying to do anything. I'm just simply speaking into a podcast where all sides are bad. As Kevin Rudd said, except the doctors and the nurses and other heroes. Look, that's the real story, the heroes of this virus. Um, the doctors and nurses who are working tirelessly. And the people keeping the global food supply chains going and putting themselves at risk because they're being thrown together just to keep us from all starving and the people who are still manning the trains and planes and the people in the, in the supermarkets for example well, they're part of the global supply chain as well um, but even the farmers pulling the asparagus out of the ground uh, they're the heroes you know uh, and the politicians most politicians are working tirelessly I hear them um, they've only got one they've got one thing only on their minds the politicians I tend to hear Australian politicians especially and that is you know they're not playing politics as far as I can tell well you have to play politics a little bit if you're a politician because that's you know like being an opera singer or not singing you know, they have to play politics a little bit it's not even playing politics it's being a politician it's the right thing to do if you don't play politics the whole show falls over you have to be political. There's no problem with that. You know, you have to be a bit political or you lose power very quickly and you're not helping at all. So there's nothing wrong with um, being political per se. You have to be political or you don't survive and then suddenly we haven't got a political system and suddenly the whole shit show falls down anyway. You know, and there's chaos and that doesn't help the doctors and nurses either. However, um, the actual politicization of the virus is a whole other story and that's something that Tedros did in the early days um, in backing China unquestioningly and letting the virus out and it's something that Trump was doing too when the virus did get to America and it's something both of them are doing now as they enter into a soap opera which, you know, the likes of which we're watching. Okay. Just a sec, I have to run. All right, so that's that. Um, now, news to hand. Well, uh, the Republican, you know, uh, representatives. You know, a whole sector of Republicans. All of them? I'm not sure have got together today. Now, what happened was Donald Trump, oh yes, uh, Trump attacked the WHO for its performance. Okay, in the early stages of the virus. And then the WHO, well, actually it was just Tedros, um, but you know, the WHO probably backed him, gave Donald Trump a lecture. A lecture, like a professor would give you a lecture. Now, in some senses, that's more violent. You know, a violent attack against Trump's 
um, power base. You know, it's, it's to a certain extent, Trump, you know, would have found it less vicious if Tedros had come at him with tanks and guns because he could have fought that a lot easier. Um, it would have just been all out war, you know. Um, but to give someone a lecture, uh, you know, on their performance, when your performance is bad too, is kind of vicious in a, in a, on a whole new level. Um, so here's the, what Tedros said was, this is not the way to prove yourself, Donald Trump. Prove yourself by being a good operator. You know, and man, is that a red rag to a bull if you were Trump and you know that Tedros himself has been a bad operator, you know? That is war. All right, now. So, it's dirty. That actually was a very dirty move by Tedros because he was deflecting attention away from his performance at the same time. So, it's almost like you've got Donald Trump who's politicising the virus and creating body bags, you know, but not lecturing anyone else about doing the same thing. Well, actually, he was, wasn't he? All right, they're all bad together. But um, it was the high... Mo- it was the teacher-style lecture that Tedros gave, which I think might actually bring him down uh, because the, yeah, the, hop- the hypocrisy angle. Um, okay, he said, do not politicise this virus, you know, he said. Um, you know, he was, he was aiming this at Trump. Personally, I reckon. Do not politicise this virus. It is, it, you will create more body bags if you do that. You know, and Trump's probably thinking, how dare you say that? You created body bags. How dare, you know, you're coming across as, you know, a saint here? You know, hypocrisy burns. And, and then he went one step further, Ted Ross, and he said, um, you have other ways to prove yourself. Oh, my God. Right there, I think Trump had to kill Ted Ross. Right there. Yeah, Tedros signed his own death warrant, I think. Although he's not dead yet. That's just my guess. It'll be knocked off. Yeah, I actually think Trump might get assassinated at some stage too because he's becoming a liability as well, even to his own people, I think. That's a whole other story. Okay. Um, now, so Donald Trump responded to that with war, of course. What else are you going to do? He's not going to lecture him back. He said, your funding is cut. Okay, so that's that. Yeah, US stops all funding to the World Health Organization. Okay, that was a couple of days ago, maybe three. All right, is the, and then um, Tedros came back at that one with, we are very disappointed, but you know, we'll work with our partners to try and cover um, the funding loss um, from the US. But it's all personal, see, it's all a soap opera. It's a sideshow. You know, this is a distraction. If I was a doctor, I'd be quite angry at all these politicians. Trump, Ted Ross and so on. Uh, but then, you know, what are you going to do? You're a politician. These guys are in the crosshairs. Look, these guys are in the gun. They've done something wrong and they have to cover their tracks or just admit it and say, sorry, neither Ted Ross nor Trump is going to say, I did the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Okay, there's your problem. Uh, just a minute, going past the Victor lawnmower. Give me one second. Ah, oh, that is brilliant. Uh, excuse me, I'll just have to pause for a second. 
Okay, I had to stop there because that was a rusty old Victor with a brick on top of it holding the grass catcher on. Uh, it's classic Australian image from the 1970s and I've got a cousin who lives in London now and sometimes I send him quirky photos. I had to send that one to him. But the guy doing the lawn mowing, I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't take a photo of his head. Uh, I, uh, you know, just took a photo of the lawnmower as he was mowing the lawn. Um, you know, because that gives my cousin that little bit of nostalgia. All right. So anyway, so what's happened today is that, well, first Donald Trump chopped cut funding to the World Health Organization. Okay, this is all the stuff that must be, you know, making all the doctors and nurses putting their lives on the line um, go, come on, everybody, get your act together. We're saving lives here. Get off your sideshow. Stop the soap opera. Yeah. All right. Um, but uh, now today, the Republicans, now not just Donald Trump, but um, his fellow Republicans have got together and have said to the World Health Organization, we're going to give you an ultimatum. Sack Tedros. Um, and we will give you your funding back. My goodness. This is mafia stuff. It's brilliant. Um, you know, and um, yeah, I don't like to be a prophet. Uh, you, you know, if you've listened to all my episodes, um, you'll see that I'm not into that, you know, because you can make a thousand predictions. One of them's going to come right. So that's no big deal. But I did predict that one. Okay. Um, so um, that's interesting. And that's where we are now. That's today's diary entry. Uh, that's where we stand now. How will the who respond to that? You know, do they love Tedros more than they love that funding? Do they need Tedros more than they need that funding? All those sorts of things. You know, they're in a bit of a, uh, a moral dilemma here, aren't they? And a practical one too. Yeah, and that's how I put it in a text to, I forget who, one of my two, one of my main dialectic partner or my secondary one, I can't remember who I said it to, I said that's the choice the World Health Organization is going to have. You know, do we love Tedros more than we love that money? Uh, you know, Donald Trump via the Republicans today have given them that choice. It's up to you, sack Tedros. Or you don't get your money back. Or better still, sack Tedros and you do get your money back.